Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hello, Austin, Texas. You're listening to The Home Team with Troy and Wyatt, where we bring sports and money together for your education and entertainment. If you have any questions about anything we say today, please reach out to me at loansfromtroy.com or give me a call at 855-299-HOME. And as always, you can reach out to The Wyatt. The Wyatt. And that is on um, the Facebook. The Facebook. And that's The Home Team 512. And this segment is brought to you by Security National Mortgage, where we turn houses into homes by financing your American dream. And you know... Uh, your American dream. We're actually going to work on that today. Yeah, we are. Yeah. Well, we got some cool people. Uh, this town is growing. Yeah. And with that growth comes some really cool things like mm-hmm. more places to eat and good places to eat. like, And, and, and more uh, pallets out there so you can actually get some fancy food out there. It's not just Mexican food anymore. Absolutely. And where's a great place to eat right now? I've heard this place called Tillery. Tillery, yes. East it- Austin. Uh, if you hadn't heard about it, you need to go out there. Great views. Um, I mean, you actually have a view of the river. You wouldn't think that on East, you know, uh, Cesar Chavez, or, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. And um, you go back there, nice little area on the back. Uh, I mean, it's actually a really cool place to take a date, um, have an event at. Okay, what about a wife? <sighs> Your girlfriend, maybe. Okay. I'm just playing. I'm just kidding. Just you kidding. You just got to play by the soprano rules. Yeah. Yeah. Bring the mistress on Friday, the wife on Saturday. Uh, excellent. So we have the owner in here and, and the head chef. Yes, uh, yes. The, the owner did not say that. <laughs> that was the chef. That was the chef. <laughs> yes, yes. Daniel, Daniel. Daniel, welcome to the show. And, of course, uh, Nicholas, Nicholas Gibson being the head chef. What are some of your favorite uh, topics out there? Well, some of your favorite dishes. Oh, Brussels sprouts, of course. Oh, of course. The Brussels sprouts? Are they flash fried or? We keep that secret only for in the house. You have to come see. Oh. What are some of the other dishes out there? What's some What's some of the, the, the eats there? What, what can you expect? Well, we have a gravel ox plate. We have a salmon plate. We have a Wagyu beef. Mm. Oh, yum. So, like, mm-hmm. how do y'all cook the Wagyu beef? Grilled. So, it's a grilled Wagyu beef. What, what portion size is that? Eight ounces. Eight ounces. Ooh, oh, that's about right. So yeah. not too much. Yeah, not too much. And, Especially at my age, you know. Right. Yeah. And so, and y'all have some vegetarian fare as well, right? Yes, sir. So and everything's house made. Yes. So I mean, like literally everything. Yes. Bread too, or bread we do give outsourced, but but it's made it. within Austin. Yes. So this is an awesome based thing. So uh, and back to you. Um. So you, you being the owner of the place. Mm-hmm. And and Kishfari, right? Kishfari. Yeah. yeah. And that's your last name. You're an old Austin guy. Yeah. So Troy and I are Austin. You know, we take pride in that. Um, you grew up in this area. What what made you think about um, East Austin? Well, I mean, if you've been here, you've seen the travel from I-35 over to, you know, 183. Right. And that area was 20 years ago, a very dangerous spot to be in. But with the growth of the tech sector and just seeing how the college has spread out and took in a lot of the spots in the middle of the city. Right. Uh, you 
naturally need to find other areas. And North Austin still wasn't being developed as fast. Right. Uh, now it is. It's going crazy. <laughs> Everything's crazy, but right? East, uh, you had the ability to buy lots of land uh, at the time at relatively cheap prices. Now that's not even negotiable anymore. How, how long have y'all been there? Uh, I've lived on the east side for about eight years. I lived in okay. Elgin for 20. And, and then... And Tillery's been there how long? Five years. Five years? Okay. Yeah, uh, no, that was right so, before so, it got expensive. And now it's been, East Austin's a, 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 a destination place to go eat good food. I was managing the property for six years, uh, one year before. Okay. So, okay. so six years in total since okay. purchasing. And uh, so we have crazy growth in Austin right now. Absolutely. Everyone knows that. That's a topic we'll talk about more in some of the other segments. But what has that done for you as a restaurant owner? Uh, it definitely has made us uh, more responsible on figuring out what is the new flavors coming into town. Uh, that being vegan game has completely grown into a very, very large rate. And not only that, finding vegan food that is also got multi-layer flavor along, uh, with like you would get from a protein plate. And there's a high expectation from a lot of vegan eaters to have the ability to, uh, have a huge spectrum of different kinds of food, not just, not just salad, salad, not just salad and ice, salad. right? You have salad or ice and usually you're, what yeah. else do they eat? I, I, <laughs> Well, it's so bad. <laughs> no, I mean, you're, I, I, I you're right. But if your wife and, and you and, and you are you know a meat eater and your wife is a vegan or yes. are the opposite, yes. um, um, it, it's a good place to go for both people to have a good plate of food. Absolutely, uh, we do. We do still serve protein. I have to eat there. So, yeah. uh, so you have to eat there. <laughs> and, but I, I and we we're just talking with some of the other people here at the radio show, um, you know, about Tillery. And they're like, "Oh, I, I love Tillery," or some. I need to go out there. Um, is it vegan? And I was like, oh, you know, I, I don't mind vegan food. Don't get me wrong. I'll eat vegan food, but I do want some options for some protein. So you can have both there. Absolutely. You know, and that's that's what's nice about this area is that um, we're growing so vast and so wide as so many things that, that there can be, you know, because 10 years ago, there couldn't be a specialty type restaurant like that. No. Know, whereas now there's so many people that there's so many people probably standing in line for specialty restaurants. Now. So there's there's a lot of pros going on right now. Is there any cons with the growth in the, in the economy and, and, and what have you? Uh, well, with uh, anything that has a a hard place for people to buy homes. Right. We also have, you know, the workers and the servers and stuff like that. They have to live within relatively ease of transportation to reach the restaurant. Uh, so some some of the workers are getting priced out of their rent and home. Right. So with that, that makes us uh, having to be more competitive, offering more benefits and finding ways to have it worth the workers' uh uh, worthwhile to come in to drive long distances because they're getting pushed out to Buda or Kyle. It uh, used to be you could just find a pretty good cheap place in Riverside, and that right. was still a little dangerous. But you know, yeah, but, 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 but hey, I lived in Riverside now, when I was growing up. I lived on Wickersham, but yeah, back if in the you day. went to college at UT, you went, you lived on Riverside, <laughs> yeah. and if you were a bartender on Six or Rainy, you lived on Riverside. Yeah. Um, but now Riverside is you know three hundred and fifty thousand for a lot. Yeah, right. Yeah. For just for the lot, not yeah. for the house, yeah. not for that. But you know what? They're going to make you knock down that house on that lot. Yeah, yeah. that's that's <laughs> right. Another one. Yeah. Right. Um. So it's just. Uh, so y'all have. So y'all's employees are happy. What it sounds like. So in, in lieu of all this, your employees are happy. Your clients are happy. That's why y'all get good reviews. Absolutely. Yeah. Retention of employees is very important for us. We do not like the revolving door that comes with the industry. We don't have that. Uh, one of the things that Nicholas and I worked really hard on is uh, we offer 100% health coverage for our employees. Wow. Um, and that wasn't easy, and I had to file taxes this year, and they didn't discount it, which sucks, but that's okay. <laughs> I continue to move on with it, and um, things like yeah. that has made us more competitive. But uh, 
it, that's the only drawback. Besides that, uh, you know, seeing a bunch of people from all walks of life coming in, because we do a lot of neighborhood, and we still have the old Austin coming in, and then we have the new uh, professionals. New also professionals coming in. in. <clears throat> so what, what's your what's your address? Uh, 3201 East Caesar Travis. And do you have like a website that they can get on to? Yeah, TaylorATX.com. So you can, they can get on and check Tillery. out the Tillery. Tillery. T-I-L-L-E-R-Y. Yeah. A-T-X. A-T-X.com. Right. T-I-L-L-E-R-Y. Yes. So A-T-X. I learned on the EIB that you slow down. When I'm you, sorry. When you say the website. TaylorATX.com. <laughs> well played. Well played. Very good. Professional. <laughs> I love it. So, um, no, we want people to come out there because I've been out there before before I met these these gentlemen. Um, fantastic place to go. Mm-hmm. It really is. It's a... It's a hidden gem in East Austin. You know, and what's funny, too, is uh, I don't think people understand is that, you know, the food is kind of what will get you in, mm-hmm. but the service is what keep will keep you coming back and back. Like, you know, because if you, you come in, you have a good plate of food, but, you know, you don't enjoy the people around you. Or the atmosphere. You know, right. you, you just don't come back. Because I go back to restaurants where I feel comfortable in. Right. And so, you know, yeah, Daniel's got a good idea. Here. And y'all, y'all are constantly changing up the food, too. Is it seasonal or? We change it every quarter. Every quarter? So y'all... Kind of see what works and stick with that and then kind of add some new menu items to it? Of course. The cooks would get bored if we cooked the same thing over and over again. <laughs> well, you got to keep them happy. You know what I mean? Uh, well, we hope you've enjoyed this. And uh, again, if you're feeling uh, like date night or uh, not date night, you can go to TilleryATX.com and look up and go go have some good food. You've been listening to The Home Team with Troy and Wyatt. We hope you've enjoyed what you've heard today. If you have any questions, please reach out to me at loansfromtroy.com or give me a call at 855-299-HOME. And as always, you can reach out to Wyatt on the Facebook. The Facebook. And that's The Home Team 512. And we'll see you in just a minute. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hello, Austin, Texas. You're listening to The Home Team with Troy and Wyatt, where we bring sports and money together for your education and entertainment. Most of the time, I feel it's entertainment. If you have any questions about anything you hear today, please reach out to me at loansfromtroy.com. You can even do the backslash The Home Team if you want to get direct to our page, or you can call me or my team at 855-299-HOME. And as always, Wyatt is available on the Facebook. The Facebook. And that is the Home Team 512. And this segment is being brought to you by Security National Mortgage, where we turn houses into homes by financing your American dream. Now, did you say always available? Always. Like 24-7? Yes, always. I, 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 I'll take the working hours. You take the after hours. You know, it's funny that you're mentioning this, because just the other day, my phone pinged at like 10 30 at night did it really yes and i look at my watch because you know i've got one of those can't, fancy can't watches be detached from my phone right and i see it and in, in, it woke my wife up and she goes is somebody emailing you right now and yeah. i'm like yes and she goes are you responding i go yes 
And she goes, it's 1030. Tell them not to go, honey, honey, things are slowing down. We got to work harder Do now. you like that swimming pool we gotta, That's right. We got to work harder now. The you swimming can... pool does not have water in it <laughs> yeah, yet. Thing... And I have to get this to put water in the swimming pool. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, I live in Leander. Do you know how expensive water is out yeah, there? it's, it's crazy like, expensive. It's like the Sahara Desert. <laughs> um, you know, but hey, so today we have special guests on from the Tillery Kitchen and Bar. Is that the correct way to say it? That is correct. Yes, which is at TilleryATX.com. And so we have, of course, Daniel Kur- Kushvazi. Kushvari. I looked at it and I still said it wrong. Um, uh, which is an excellent name, by the way. What's the descent? Uh, Persian. Oh, no That's awesome. Okay, yeah. 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 Iranian like, if you're British. Okay, yes. Fair enough. Yes, and then, of course, we've got the head chef from the Tillery, which is Nicholas Gibson, uh, which I do like that name a whole lot easier. Is it easier? It's a lot easier on me. You know, I'm from Central Texas. We don't. We're hard with these. Things. We were talking about that, weren't we, <laughs> earlier? Because because you you grew up in in Bastrop, Elgin. Elgin, I meant. Sorry. Yeah, I grew up. Missed that Elgin. all together. Um, but I had an older brother, so he had the horrible na- name pronunciation problem. So it was a yeah. tough one. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And then me, it was just. Yeah. yeah. By the time you got around, they all knew it. You were they, good. they were pretty close. It was yeah. Ketchup Ferrari. Ketchup, oh yeah, I like, like that yeah. one. Yeah. And that's easy, Ketchup Ferrari. Yeah, yeah. Ketchup Ferrari. Ketchup Ferrari. That's a yeah. cool name though. Well, you know, Elgin's seen a lot of uh, housing increases over the last couple of years. Absolutely. So, you know, I was talking to somebody. Once they put that toll road all the way to Maynard, mm-hmm. Elgin didn't have any choice but to explode after right. that because yeah. it made that drive into Austin so much easier. It made that long. See, I thought it was Dr. Phil coming and visit us so long ago. Was that what it yes. was? No. No, that would backfire. But it makes the line at Myers longer. Absolutely. Yes. Yes, that's not good. Yeah, and it that's wasn't soon enough to save my favorite barbecue place, which was Crosstown. It's closed mm-hmm. down. but it. What one was that? Well, Crosstown closed down about 10 years ago, but mm-hmm. it was run by uh, a man, and he tried to give it to his children, and then something happened. They just didn't do yeah, well with it. It didn't do well. well. But it was great. It was great barbecuing, but mm-hmm. something with the recipes died. Mm-hmm. But here we are, an, an, uh, an Austin boy, which I'm mm-hmm. proud of. It now owns a very successful restaurant in mm-hmm. East Austin and looking to, to, to start some more. So y'all go check them out, and um, I, I highly suggest y'all, y'all, y'all have a date night there or something. Absolutely. And, you know, one of the things that we were talking about earlier is that, you know, having affordable housing for people that work for them, you know, it's a tough one. Um, it's a tough one right now all around. I mean, let's just look at the numbers. The, the median sales price in Austin year over year jumped 22 percent. Um, now, that means half the house is above, half the house is below. So that's that middle sale point. It's not the average sales price. Um, Travis County just came out and hit the average, the median tax. Did dollar. the new one come out? The median tax dollar for Travis County is now six hundred and thirty-one thousand. Oh wow! So, um, yeah. So the, that, go. That's fight. the median price right now. That's the median tax tax rate, tax house. Okay, tax so, value. So we guessed that it was going to be in, in, within four years, seven hundred fifty. Yeah. So and nationwide right now it's four hundred thousand is the median sales price. Yeah. That's crazy. And, and the, the issue isn't because you know everybody hears about the rates going up. We're in the fives, then you know. Oh. You know, it's not twos. I get it, but we're, it's still the fives. But the issue isn't the interest rates. Everybody thinks the interest rates are slowing the market down. It's not. We we literally in March we had 15 days of inventory. There are in, around 1,700 houses on the market at any time, and there's about 33 to 3,700 being sold. So we don't, you know, so we have, we just don't have enough homes to sell. Yeah. You know, the the supply chain issue has caused the builders to slow down windows are now three or four months. So that's, so there's no new builds, appliances, appliances, lumber, lumber, everything. Um, you know, when lumber got up to a thousand dollars a yard or whatever, builders just stopped ordering Mm -hmm. and And they waited for the price to come down. So that increased the supply chain issue because now the prices lower, they're buying again, you know? So there's just a lot of things going on. So 
it's a it's still like I said we're not near where we're with, where I my opinion is where we're going seven fifty ish ish in Austin ish in yeah. Austin. Could I ask a question? Uh-huh. Sure. Uh, is production st- still pre COVID? Is it up to pre COVID uh, on house building? We they're moving now, but the problem is is that uh, Shanghai just shut their port down again. Um, so a lot of the things that yeah, come out having a huge out, outbreak. Right yes. Now. Yeah. So you know a lot of the metal and all that stuff that comes out, yeah. comes out of there is is slowing things down. So they can only go as fast as they can get supplies. But that, to your answer, they're trying. I mean, obviously, they're, so they're, we haven't reached. They're making back. permits cheaper. They're trying to make the permit process yeah. faster. Cut costs on other places. But yeah. but the thing is 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 uh, you still can't catch up with the demand. Yeah. yeah. I mean, we have too many people out there who need homes. And that's even if, if we were right on target before pre-COVID, mm-hmm. we'd still have this problem. Mm-hmm. 4.9 offers per listing last month. 4.9 offers per listing in the country. In the country. And, and more yeah. than that in Austin. Yeah. And we're, Austin's like 20. You know, yeah, 20 at least, <laughs> right? That's the first five minutes, yeah. right? I bought my house in 2019. We offered on the day it came, went on the market. Yeah. After, after looking for a year. Yeah. That's, and, and now it's take that, but then you have 100 people competing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's, you know, it, so, you know, what we're, do you sitting, we're sitting here. Poor, poor Nicholas is like, I'm Nicholas just like, I'm just, he's like, he's like, so I'm, I am, well, I'm in the market too, Nicholas, yes, by the way. So, so just FYI. You know, um, being, if you're financing, because uh, most people are, I say most, 30% of all the offers right now are cash. Um, so that means it's still 70% of financing, right? So if you're in that 70%, you know, it makes it harder to um, invest more than the sales price, right? Because, you know, the house has to appraise for it to work. So you can only give up so much over unless you're going to put that in cash. So you have to kind of be, you have to kind of... Well, hit that, hit that mark real yeah. quick. Is that right now we are still getting over asking price mm-hmm. uh, bids. So if you're not willing to put... And that's cash. You yeah. have to have cash in hand, liquid. And we're at an average of thirty to forty thousand. Yes, but not all the time. Do you have to have cash? Sometimes the homes are appraising, but but you have to be prepared that if they don't appraise, you know. So that's the thing. Um, and and for first time home buyers, you know, entrepreneurs kind of invested in their business and things like that. Spare cash is, you know, that's that's not something that they can give up for a house, even right. though it's important. Sure. You know, so, you know, a lot of people haven't, you know, uh, they can get family friends to give gifts and, you know, they can also borrow some money from the bank to put in that. Those things are, are excellent ways to work it. And what you need to do is you need to do that ahead of time. So really, if you're in that 70% that's financing, you have to do a lot more pre-work than somebody else that has a lot of money or something like that. They can apply. I've got an extra hundred grand I can put on a house and, and stuff like that. But that's not most everybody. And you said it's one thing that I, I kind of want to hit again because at one time FHAs weren't really an option anymore. Are they, are they coming back to where they are an option? Is it mostly conventional loans? I mean, let's just... So I'm going to toot... Let's go ahead and rip the Band-Aid off. I'm going to toot my horn, but it's going to be a sad tooting, okay? That's sad tooting, um, okay. In 2021, I was number 787 loan officer for FHA volume in the entire country. Okay, that's 0.5%. I was in a half a percentile, right? Sounds awesome, right? Yeah, Sounds yeah, like yeah. you like great. I only did $14 million in FHA volume. Okay. So oh, wow. You know, I didn't go up. It just nobody, there was just hardly any FHA loans. Why, why are you gonna do that when you make more money on a conventional loan? Well, it's it's just no, it's just buying oh, it's the buyers are so much stronger, they're all going conventional. Government sense. loans are more productive, more profitable for a bank. Okay, they are um, because they're backed by the government. They're safer. They're safer bets. Mm-hmm. Whereas a conventional is not, so it's not as safe a bet. So it's not as profitable. Okay, that yeah. makes sense. Um, you know, so but one of the one of the things you need to do is you need to go. You need to first thing you need to do is get with 
a mortgage professional. Have them take a full application. Have them pull your credit. Go over anything on there if you need to decide. You know, if you sometimes you need better credit rating. Sometimes you just need to pay something off because if you want to buy a five hundred thousand dollar house, you're gonna have to pay off that that boat or that RV or whatever. You know, you get your debt to income line. But don't pay off certain things because. Like certain credit cards will actually hurt your, your right, credit Right, yes, score. yeah, but you know. So get some guidance. Yeah, and you, but debt-to-income ratio, because you could pay off, you could spend a couple thousand dollars, and you could buy fifty more $50,000 house. You know, those sort of things. Just by re- yes. taking $2,000 towards a, a loan. Yes, okay. it just depends. You so know, it's dumb. Realistically, for a person who's trying to enter into the market with half a million uh, buying, mm-hmm. what 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 is the credit score you're looking for as a lender, and what is the down payment you're looking for, let's say, for Nicholas? Well, you know, uh, the the sweet spot in the market i mean we can you know the the what we can do is what more is way more than what's just out, out there but the sweet spot in the market is somewhere between around 10% down and credit scores over 720 and the reason why is the 720 gives you a little bit lower interest rate than than anything than a 719 uh, or yeah. below and so you c- can allow you to purchase a little bit more and the reason why i say the 10% down is because if the house if you bid a little bit over and the house doesn't appraise you've got about 5% you can throw towards that extra okay so you'd end up doing a 5% down loan and 5% would go towards the over asking price sort of thing and you're not sitting on milk crates in your new house oh you will be okay yeah you're still in milk crates well because they're all stuck in the suez canal you can't get your furniture in <laughs> that's right. remember it took me oh, that's 7 right. months to that's get right. furniture in well, yeah. so you will be on milk crates unless yeah. you order now you know or you can go to to yeah. facebook marketplace yeah. or whatever yeah but you know so that's the thing is that you need to do that get your dti in line and everything else but also um start you, right now but you you want the mortgage originator to put you through underwriting so that you can get a full pre-approval, right? So when you submit your offer to the listing agent, they see pre-approval across the top as opposed to pre-qualification. Pre-approval is a very strong difference in a pre-qual. Uh, and so that helps. So that so if you're real close to somebody and, you know, like a cash offer, but you're 10000 more, but you're pre, they're like, hey, this one's pre-approved. So, so they've already been through underwriting. So you, you get a shot. Pre-approved, you've gone through it. Pre-qualify is like a 10,000-foot view. Yeah, so pre-qualification is only as good as the loan officer. Like you, some are better than others, plain and simple. He told but, me he makes my, this right. much. Yeah. He, he says this is his, yeah. his, it's all hearsay, right? Yeah. And, yeah, right? yeah, but a pre-approval means that you have been credit, uh, asset, and income underwritten by a, a an underwriter. So in, in a nutshell, though, do, do the, you still need to be prepared to um, – come up with some money to, for over over the asking price. Yes, and that's another part I was going to say. If you get it like a gift or if you wanted to borrow funds to put that in the bank, you need to do that and let it sit for two months because you want it to season so we don't have to document all of those sort of things. But so, what if you can get a gift or borrow funds? Then you, it's savings. Just go at the offer. Um, be patient about it. So let's say about further. Let, the house surprises it at 500 you know, you can offer about five ten because more than likely you'll get that ten thousand dollars over. You know, as far as the appraisal, but if you put it at five fifty, you're probably gonna have to, you know, five twenty, five thirty, probably most it appraised for. You're probably gonna have to prepare for those sort of things. Yeah, I mean, and that's just it's just part of it. Give me a call. Uh, you've been listening to the Home Team, uh, and we'll we'll talk about this. But you can reach out to me at eight five five two nine nine Home, or you can uh, look me up on the web, the World Wide Web, at uh, loansfromtroy.com. And this segment was brought to you by Security National Mortgage, and we'll see you in just a minute. Hello, Austin, Texas. You're listening to The Home Team with Troy and Wyatt, where we bring sports and money together for your education and entertainment. If you have any questions about anything you hear today, please reach out to me at loansfromtroy.com or you can give me a call at 855-299-HOME. And as always, this segment was brought to you by Security National Mortgage. 
where we turn houses into homes by financing your American dream. You know, that was a great segment we just had, Wyatt. Uh, if this is so, if you if you pick up any yeah. website, you pick up. Well, people don't get newspapers anymore, but uh, <gasps> I know, right? Uh, but you get your digital news. However, this is the topic people are talking about it's, nationwide, not in Austin, nationwide. It's Twitter how the, trending. How the heck do <laughs> I, I don't get me started? I on think that Twitter one. has its own issues. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> um, but but this is the question on everybody's mind is and, and you know the balloon question is the price is going to go down mm-hmm. and how the heck do I buy a house? It's an important yeah. question. Yeah, and so you know today we're we're very fortunate. We've got uh, you know the owner and head chef of Tillery Kitchen and Bar. Best way to get a hold of them is Tillery T I L L E R Y A T X. Dot com. Attics? At, huh? Oh, Austin, Texas. Gotcha. <laughs> Dot com. Gotcha. Uh, okay. you, I was like, attics? Did no. you, also, if a 30-year-old man sat you at your table at Tillery, you're probably having the owner sit you. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah. Love and that's, of course, Daniel Kashvari. Mm-hmm. Much better Dang, than second Nailed time. it. Absolutely. Hey, who uh, uh, has uh, owned and operated mm-hmm. for uh, five, almost six years. Uh, for Tillery, yeah. yeah. Yeah, excellent. And of course, Daniel, or I mean, sorry, Nicholas Gibson, you know, the guy who's doing all the cooking. So when you're, when you walk out of there happy and happy and not hungry, you can just make sure you stay. You say Nicholas. chefing or cooking? Chefing. All right. Chefing. All right. Just chefing, right? Yeah, you can't call a chef a cook. Right. They might find I, I like to call it making dreams come true. Yeah, yes. there it is. Yeah. Yeah. One bite at a time. That's right. Absolutely. <laughs> and, uh, well, you know, we were, we were digging in deep on, you know, things that people need to do to buy a home if you're just the average home buyer. Which is uh, 99% of the people out there. Yes. Well, yeah. <laughs> right. You know, um, you know, there are a lot of things that we have to we have to consider. There are people moving into the Austin area that are coming from higher income, higher real estate areas, um, and they're working remotely, so they're able to bring that kind of income and that when they sell their homes and stuff, that equity into our market, and they've kind of driven the market up. So we have to compete. And it's hard it, to compete with that. We just have to. You have to compete with that. Um, and you know, you can. If you don't talk about it, doesn't mean it's not happening. Right. And, uh, you know, there are lots of things. We'd kind of left it off with, uh, you know, pre-approvals. You know, being pre-approved as opposed to pre-qualified is a big difference. Saves uh, you money. Yes. Uh, well, you know. Gets you the house and saves you money. You know, the homes are still. Gives you uh, more confidence. Yes. Yeah. Right. Yes. It gives the listing agent confidence to to help your offer. Right. You know, one of the things that matters and, you know, the listing, the, the buyer's agent matters. I have. I work with a bunch of real estate agents, okay, a bunch. I mean a bunch, like a hundred. Um, <laughs> At least. And, and uh, there's... Now, now, were most of them old bartenders? Yeah, a lot of them were. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Really, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. The really good bartender is no longer bartender. He's hustling in real estate. This is so true. That, but, the tips are better, I yes, hear, in real estate. Yes, <laughs> yes. And, uh, but there are five to ten that are still just selling homes, buying, getting homes done. There is a difference, you know, in a real estate agent. So you need to do your research on that. Yeah, 20% of them do 80% of the yeah. business. So, so how is your feeling on stuff like Redfin? I know that's changing the market for the real estate a lot. Excellent question, and I have an excellent answer for you that just happened in my neighborhood. So a gentleman in my neighborhood listed on Redfin for $1.8 million. Congratulations. And that's kind of, it didn't seem like out of place. I and mean, it's a f- almost 5,000 square foot po- uh, put with a pool. It's got one of the best views on that street out over the neighborhood. Um, that's well, what you're looking for, Nicholas, right? Redfin no longer has that listing. Sotheby now has it, and it's down to 1.4. Whereas down the street, another guy has listed two homes over $3 million and sold them both in a matter of days. So Redfin will work if your home is a Redfin workable home. 
So lower price points. Yes. Yeah, because there's going to be a lot of people touring it but not buying yes. it, so it's a lot of work. Is that? Yeah, and and you know, somebody that's buying a 1.8 million dollar house has a different expectation than someone buying a, a four hundred thousand dollar house. Right. Yep. You know, they just do. So you know, um, it's a lot of money compared to both people, but yeah, it's, it's a different market. You know, they say that they're not a discount brokerage, but they are. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I'm just, I mean, I just, I think I haven't it, heard many yeah. realtors be positive about yeah, it. Yeah. I, I have, I've just seen too many, um, agents that know the listing agent work a deal for, for my clients, right. you know, like, Hey, you know, no, I've no, I know so-and-so, you know, I helped him sell his first house when he got in this business 15 years ago. Well, let me call him and see if we can get something worked out. What do you need? That's what's happening in this market right now. Yes. Or the people who've been in it for a while yes. is the, is the network that they've gained mm-hmm. from doing it. Uh, so buyers yes. are able to find houses from sellers because they're in the same network. The guy that helped, uh, uh, by Tillery for us, the realtor. Mm-hmm. Uh, he sells most of Cesar Chavez properties. Mm-hmm. You'll see his name on everything. Yeah. Um, but we were one of the first clients he had. But I'm sure that catapulted him. But he's very good at what he's done. Yeah, I Andrew. mean, real estate agents. I, I'm not. I'm not a big fan of those. Um, just be, in this market, not real estate agents. But well, I'm, um, I'm sorry. Of the, yeah, of you the, just piss off the yeah. <laughs> he's like, well, y'all know and, the ten I really like. And the ticker just went down. Yeah. He's four yeah. minutes like, ago. Yeah. He's like, we just got canceled. This is weird. <laughs> no, I'm I totally meant to say the the. the the, the digital brokers. I'm yeah. just not a big fan of them because I've just... They're you know, fun. They're, they're fun to surf. Yeah, they're in and out. You know, I mean, gosh, you know, Zillow jumped in, lost a bunch of money, jumped out. You know, Open Door was in. The market got tough. They disappeared. Now, all of a sudden, the market, now they're coming back. Mm. I just don't like that because the, it takes away the relationships, and those are really important in our market right now. In some markets, no. it works, right? right? In some other wor- uh, markets in the United States, it yeah. works. In Austin, it does yeah. not. Yeah. 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 It works for Amazon, but just don't Amazon the houses. That's right. right. This yeah. is right. Well, yeah. Yeah. I'm surprised they aren't in it yet. So, so now we, we're talking about these low-income <laughs> houses, yeah. and, and uh, you say low-income. Let's go back to average the average yeah. person i'm well the you, average you, the median sales price is five hundred twenty-one thousand. So that to me was a jumbo back you know four years yeah, ago right yeah, yeah that's, and now that's the median uh, it's a it's a tough pill to swallow even mm-hmm, for me just mm-hmm. fyi dude. so you you what what are what things can you do to battle that you know uh debt to income ratio is super important so less trying to rob a bank well yeah i mean you can do that okay. but but we've talked about it for, that's just debt to society that yeah. doesn't cost anything yeah <laughs> that's right yeah <laughs> they actually pay you eight dollars a day i think <laughs> um you know uh but no you know debt to income ratio is super important and so now it's the time to to offload the excess things you know the the RVs or the four wheelers or the golf carts or Armored car, you know, yeah, or yeah. the the Starbucks yeah. or the yeah the unneeded uh, have cable a car that you don't yeah. that's broken down. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. Right. you know, um, is it on your stuff still? No, no, yeah. okay. Yeah. Right. Yeah. He's, like, he's like, no, no, no he's like, no. he's like, we're on the radio, dude. Yeah. We will I'm talk sorry. about this later. <laughs> he just gave you the later look. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, no, um, you know the. the that would be the first thing is because most people, we went over it. We went over, we went over it for what, a year ago. We did yeah. this, you know, the go full the full depth. thing. And I mean, the average person can knock about $250 right out of their monthly expenses just by going through their, their bank account or their credit card and looking what's auto drafted. Right. You know, I mean, how many TV subscriptions do you really need? How many, you know? you know, yeah. do you have Pandora and, and yeah. Spotify and, yeah, you yeah. know, you know, go ahead and cancel all of them or just cancel all but one. Right? And you know, the easiest way to do that, I have found is Take to, your wife off your account well that's that's, that's the <laughs> second easiest way <laughs> yeah that was, but that usually yeah. falls within a divorce it's, and then that right. becomes more expensive so yeah, this is true. um lose your credit card well lose your credit card lose your debit card replace them but and, don't and then in six months when all these people start saying hey you're not paying me you're like Oh, I didn't even know I had that account. You know, you've canceled it because you no longer, you know. Right. Yeah, that's what I did. And I mean, it was like 300 bucks. 
Because you just, in six months, I started getting this, hey, you're not, you didn't pay, you didn't pay. I'm like, I didn't even know I had you, you know? And, um, yeah. I mean, that's the easiest way. Yeah. If you're really nervous about calling that gym. Yeah. yeah. Just cancel your credit just card. Cancel it. <laughs> that's just true, though. Like, like, you'll cancel it and get a new, and get a new credit card. They do, they they do call that, you faster than the cable company. That is, oh, yeah, they do. That is funny. And it does work. Yeah. yeah. It does work. Yeah. And so that, that's the easiest way. But that's where I think, and so when you do that, then you take that money uh-huh. that you're no longer spending and you start saving it, right? You just start putting it in a savings Yeah, that account. doesn't give you an extra night out. Right. That, yeah, you don't do that yeah. and say, oh, I can go out on Sunday too now. Yeah. Although y'all are in the restaurant yeah, industry, y'all are going out. Yeah, yeah, y'all are going out on Sundays. Yes, that's it. Yes. That's a good job. They're very affordable at Tillery. That's Absolutely. right. This we is do, right. We do yes. keep our prices. But I'm saying, I'm, but I'm yes. saying that the, they personally do not go because they're working on Sundays. Yes, but yeah, you know, and so that's the thing is, you know, get a budget. Most people have never done a budget, and sometimes when you know if people come to me because I, I counsel and in, in income and debt all the time, and when people come to me, that's the first thing I do, and. It's, I mean, it's tears. You would think I was asking them to give up a child. Well, some people are embarrassed, them. and it's something they've been holding on to, yeah. like, like it's like a shame. They don't even thing. want to do it. it well, it's a shame yeah. thing that they're letting go of, and then and it's very personal. Yeah. You yeah. know, and I mean, I had one, and, you know, so we're going over it, and I'm like, do you realize you're spending $300 more than you're making? Well, yeah, so, so we need to fix this. And it's yeah. like, well, so right here, here's your $150 a month in lawn service. Ooh, 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 uh, ooh. Um, Well, uh, they're paid through the end of the year. I'm like, well, what? No, they're not. You know what I mean? But those, that's the thing is yeah, that, right. they, you know, it, it looks like effort. The hardest At the end of the day, it looks like effort. If you want this, it looks like effort. It, it's, and I'm not going to lie to you. Doing this stuff is painful. So I had to do this with my fiance when she first moved in with me. And I was like, okay. Uh, she's always telling me about her debt. And I'm like, okay, let's budget it. Let's talk about it. We got all our debt paid off. She got her student loans paid off. And I'm like, okay, great. Now we can get married. And <laughs> but, <laughs> I like him. But uh, <laughs> we just had a recent argument. And she was like, I bought a lawnmower because all lawn services during COVID, everyone wanted their lawn done and they were booked out. Right. Right. Uh, so I bought a lawnmower. It's so like, no, I'm not going to depend on that because they, they were inconsistent. Now they want to come back. And I'm like, okay, we bought a $300 lawnmower. Uh-huh. And they cost forty bucks to do our lawn, mm-hmm. so we have to use that lawnmower <laughs> at least the amount we would spend on the lawn service before we go back to the lawn it's service. Yep. And the argument ended with me getting a leaf blower and a weed eater because I'm like, we're gonna do it as just as good <laughs> as those people. <laughs> no, and so no, we'll Thursday it. morning, thank goodness, uh, I was busy this Thursday morning. But every Thursday morning, I am the lawn service. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So when you say we, is it you or both you and your fiance doing the lawn? Yeah. Uh, she tries when she can, but it's okay. mostly me. Yeah. Okay. I, I've never heard anybody talk to their fiance yeah. to having them do right. the lawn. Yeah. No. I mean, no. <laughs> just say it. That's that. But that's, that's you saying, I want to save some yeah. money and that's smart. That's Absolutely. what you have to do. Yeah. yeah. I mean, in most places are 65 bucks for a yard. So that's $130 just my, to mow your own yard. My yard's very small, but I yeah. do have two large dogs that are definitely making it more difficult. <laughs> <laughs> like you, yeah. now you see the, yeah. through the eyes of, of the lawnmower and, or, I, or the, I, I, Lawn service. If if kid does half as much as this dog does, yeah. Yeah, I have to clean up. I, I, I might yeah. read. Yeah. Think about children. Oh, they do three times as much. As uh, oh but yeah, you know, and that's that's the first place. That's the first thing you need to do is you need to um, get your debt in line, save that money. That allows you to buy more house. It allows you to put a little bit of, on the side. But that's the first place you got to start. You got to start with your credit. And you got to start with your debt to income ratio. And you know, once you get those in line, then everything else falls in line. But it's like some somewhere along the line, people have forgotten that any. 
anything you want that is worth having, you have to work for. And this is definitely no different. And some guidance has helped. Yeah. And you've been listening to The Home Team. I hope I didn't upset you telling you you had to work for it. If you have any questions, please reach out to me at loansfromtroy.com or give me a call at 855-299-HOME. And as always, this segment was brought to you by Security National Mortgage, where we turn houses into homes. And we'll see you in just a minute. Hello, Austin, Texas. You're listening to The Home Team with Troy and Wyatt, where we bring sports and money together for your education and entertainment. If you have any questions about anything you hear today, please reach out to me at loansfromtroy.com or give me a call at 855-299-HOME. And as always, this segment is brought to you by Security National Mortgage, where we, we turn houses into homes by financing your American dream. And don't forget, everyone, if you'll have to, any complaints about anything we talked about today, you go to the Wyatt. The, see, you know, <laughs> this is baloney. And that's on the Facebook. Hey, the, Wyatt, you're going to get a complaint yeah. from uh, Miss McCoy. Is that, is that your fiance? <laughs> yeah, that's my fiance. I'm going to meet your Absolutely. Yeah. No, honestly, you've been speaking nothing but highly about her. You owe me for saying that, yeah. too, by yeah. the way. You, Absolutely. Have to, you, you have to hit the mute button when you say that. Oh, okay. <laughs> yes. Right. And, and we would definitely, we're, we're very, very grateful for you guys coming in. We have the... The owner-operator, is that how you say it? Is that owner-operator? Yeah. yeah, which means you actually work your butt off, mm-hmm. right? Right. Of Tillery Bar and Kitchen. You kitchen can, and Bar. Kitchen and Bar. Dang it. That's did two Tillery, seconds. TilleryATX.com. Yeah. That's right. And that's Tillery. Tillery. ATX. Tillery.com. And, of course, the the chefer, the guy chefing. No? The chef. The head chef. Uh, the head chef. Yeah, okay, the, the, Nicholas yeah. Gibson. And, you know, Nicholas, welcome. And, you know, Nicholas is kind of got us on a whole show today because he says, I'm interested in buying a house. He goes, but it's brutal out there. It is. And so <laughs> this is a, a successful chef in Austin. And, yeah. and you know, uh, and it's tough for people out there like myself. And so it's an important thing nationwide. And I, I think we forgo sports and keep on talking about it. Yeah. I mean, there's there's only one true answer to our problem, and that's more houses. Right. And so, unfortunately, that answer is years away. Because at least three, they can they can only in add about five or six hundred thousand more new homes to the normal built. Um, that's per year, per year, and nationwide. And we're four million houses short today. So that's why I'm saying we're, you know, aside from some huge technological, you know, three D printing of a of an apartment building or something like that happening. They're working on it. Yes, and aside from that happening, we're we're three to five years out from this housing market equilibrium out. Even those mini apartments now too. Yeah, uh, small homes. Yeah, micro apartments. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And th- so those are those are the things that are helping. Um, you know, but as you as you you know you guys are both you know kind of maturing in life and things are going well. You're, you know, you know you have you have this goal, and so you have other people that are part of the goal. And sometimes you know we were talking to the break. Sometimes mm-hmm. they just they don't. It's different. And so the hardest part I think is when you know because mo- most people aren't buying homes to, right now. Unless they're they're either engaged or married or something like that, but just because of the cost of the home, right? You know, the single you know single guy, single gal that was well, buying four years I ago. Do, I do have a question about mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, is it is it beneficial to have two people on a mortgage rate? It, so, when there's two people, just so you understand, they will take the lower of the two's credit rating. Good question, by the way. Right? Yes. So, so yeah. So, a friend of mine again, his his uh, wife has like a non-existent credit. Mm-hmm person who just dealt with debit cards mm-hmm. and yeah. so on and so yeah. forth the bank told him hey 
just put you on there. It's going to be much easier. Yeah. Uh, for a situation like Nicholas, I think he, he'll have the same issue where, you know, if two people are on it, uh, they go for the lowest one. They go for the lowest credit rating. Yes. So what's uh, the benefit for the, the Because you guy? get more income. There's okay. the, the so debt to income debt ratio. ratio. So, okay. you know, that's why it's, it's you know, before, you that, know, like married people, we would like, oh, well, you know, the husband or the wife, whichever one had the batter, lower, the batter, the, the, the lower credit rate. She's got the batter of the two. Um, um, you know, we, yeah, we would just take them off. Well, now it doesn't work because we need both of those incomes to qualify for these new home prices. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. So if they're not on the loan, you can't use their income. So that's why. So it is that when, you, when you go yeah. through this process and you, it's it's I have and we we're talking about this in the break is that I have seen over the years that a family re- related goal uh-huh. is is the the success rate is infinitely higher than an individual's because there's more people involved there's you know because on your bad day that you know the kids are you know like it's if it's a family vacation the kids are like we're going to Disney you get out there and you know work you know whatever the goal is sure you know? right. the kids get involved you know the husband I want that kid yeah right. oh no so so <laughs> we you you, you go we, to work dad yeah. I want to go to Disney because I know the well the issue here uh, so here's where I, that one comes from so Caden my 19 year old who's in uh, Hastings Nebraska um, wanted to go to Disney well, well, he wanted to go to the Wolf Ranch Lodge in uh, Dallas, right? And so what we did was I would pull money out in cash on, on Monday. When he was younger. When he was younger, yeah. yeah, yeah. Pull money out in cash. And I'm like, at the end of the week, whatever's left over, we'll apply towards, we'll save, right? Uh, so, you know, so because he always, he, he was the... Can I have candy? Can yeah. I, and I'm why, like, why can I buy this? Why, yeah. So uh, he, I reached in at the store and I bought it. And I was back when I was uh, smokeless tobacco was my, my advice back then. And so I went and bought a can and he, he was like... That better not be coming from our Wolf Ranch money. <laughs> you know what? And you're teaching budgeting. Yeah, you yeah. know, and and but he was on board, and so you know, it's just so that if you find the goal that everybody's on board with, it, and like I said, families, it be, you become a better family, I think, because that's you're all, you know, and it's lots of things. So like if you have, and a, that's that goal, goal setting, like you yes, were talking about earlier. Yes. yes. Yeah. Once and, you get past the awkwardness of talking about money with your family, you you, yeah. you have a lot of success. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, you know, and that's the thing is but that you have to have that discussion. Yes. Oh yeah, it's it's painful to start off, but then it doesn't really yeah. stop. No. Maybe it lasts the rest of your life. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and you know, and like I said, so if it becomes important because I think home ownership. Now, we went over this number a few weeks ago, but the middle class America gained 2 trillion dollars in wealth through home ownership in the last 8 years. So that means trillion. With yeah. a pinky to the face, yes, right? Yes, right? That, yes. And so that was from home equity. You could from, never yeah. imagine that, Dr. Evil. No, that's right. Yeah, trillion. But so, so I believe that home ownership is the thing because you can use that house. Like now you get into a home and you're in it for 10 years. Well, it's worth an extra 100 grand on average. You know, normal. Not to, We're not, you know, it's 100 grand in three months right now. But, you know, on normal, it's an extra 100 grand. Well, you sell the house, you have $100,000 that you didn't actually save. Yeah. You know, and then you can apply that for the down payment, pay off all your debt. You know, and be ready to retire with a home. Without a home, it's really hard. I mean, you look to get started. Right. You now. look at the numbers. I mean, the four hundred one k is a great plan, but the average American's like one hundred sixty thousand in their four hundred one k. You're not going to retire on one hundred sixty thousand. I mean, you're just not. No. You know, if it ain't a home, it's really hard for the normal American to 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 save, and then they get stuck with Social Security and all those sort of things, and it's that story, you know. And you know why you'll be living with you know. Well, they're brother. gonna bring back the 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 the, the non camping ban. I'll, I'll be good. Yeah. Um, <laughs> nice tent underneath the bridge. I'm yeah. I'm good. So I did read something that uh, the uh, U.S. 
house market is considered to be overvalued. Is is that going to ever bite anyone who this two trillion that has amassed? Is that going to deflate to one point eight trillion, which would make a huge market change? Yeah, you know the problem is is that, and this is the and thing. that's not just in Austin. That's no, no, the United yeah. States. But, and, 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 and before you get to it, that Austin's different from the the, yes. the rest of the United yeah, States. Yeah, we're a unicorn yeah. and we like it. Yes, <laughs> so we I mean we yes. keep it weird. We're yeah. between a investment wise. We use yes. that horn to hurt people. Though. That's right. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> You're not Austin. We can. You um, don't have four hundred thousand yeah. in cash. Ah, what's wrong with you? You know, so there a lot of people are saying that, but the problem is, is what they're saying is they're basing it off of historical numbers. Yeah, and they're using the pre two thousand eight historical numbers, right? Okay, and so the difference is, is what happened in two thousand eight was twofold. One. There were 4 million homes on the market, um, and there were very, very bad um, mortgage practices. Absolutely. Very bad, right? Defaulting. Uh, yes. And so today, there are 900,000 homes on the market, mm -hmm. and the mortgage practices are very, very good. So defaults are not huge right now. No. And the, and the you know, people that are buying these homes at these prices can't afford it, mm -hmm. you know, today. I mean, right. it's... A year from now, I don't know that, but today everyone can afford the home they're buying, right? Um, whereas they couldn't afford the home back in 2008, and there were 4 million homes on the market. So, you know, there's 4 million less homes on the market today. Okay. Um, so it's hard to, it's like gold, you know, everybody says it's true value. Yeah. It's, it's, it's going to go down. Well, how can it go down? Because they're not, there's not any more. They, you know, it's all made and you just got to find it, but that's it. You know, it's, it's, you know, the value of gold kind of, it just kind of, it drops, mm -hmm. but it, it just keeps, I mean, because when comes I, remember, back. Well, I mean, it's like a thousand dollars an ounce or something now. I mean, remember the first time somebody talked to me, it was like $60 an ounce, you know? Um, but that, that commodity is because it doesn't change is one of the reasons you invest in it. If you're yeah. in the market the last week, you know, <laughs> Yeah. That you wish you bought all the gold. Yes. Because the market has done horrible the last week. Yes. You know, and so, um, you know, so it, it's just that there's, it's a, it's a supply and demand. It's going to protect the values of the homes for, for the foreseeable future. Now, uh, if you've been paying attention, you know that all the indicators of a recession have been triggered. Every Absolutely. single one of them, right? So are you, are you double digit inflation uh, causes well, recession. Well, and also production. Yes. They just came yeah. out with those numbers. Yeah. And the first quarter GDP came out as 1.4% down, you know, so that's down from 7% in the fourth quarter. I mean, you know, so now all of a sudden we're below two. Um, so that, there's yeah. a good guess saying it started. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And so, um, but here, here's the question. So we have 11% inflation or 8.4 of the the consumer, right? So we're, it's pretty much double digit, 8.4. I don't know, you know, but that's still going to happen for the next six months, right? So prices are still going to go up for the next six months. Then the recession hits six, nine months, you know, whenever it hits. I'm just, how hard is it going to be is the big question. Yeah. Right. And so will well, the prices at the same come time, the US dollar is the strongest it's ever been in foreign market. Yeah. Yeah, it's which is crazy. Yeah, yeah, so if you want to buy stuff overseas, yeah, you it's have cheap. a higher purchasing power, even though your money's worth yeah. worth less now yeah. here. Yeah, if you go to Europe, yep. the euro. So they're hurting worse than we are. They're inflating faster they're, than yeah, us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're they're they, they you know it's basically it, all the money that the government has been spending since 2010 because of the Great Recession has now come to now we're paying for it. Sure, we're all we're going to pay for it in the next year basically. So it's just going to be a tough year. We just got to knuckle down. Be, be good on our budgets and stuff like that. But so in a year from now, when the prices have gone up, when they come down, will they come down to where we are today, where we were six months ago? Maybe a year ago, but for how long? That's so, still not a bad trade. Yeah, and you're going to, you, you jump in right there, you buy on that big dip, you know, you, you invest. And remember, you know, every catastrophe is an opportunity. <laughs> well, real quick before we get out of here, so someone listening right now, if you need a house, what are some quick points? 
Um, get with a mortgage professional, understand your credit, your debt to income ratio and, and build a budget plan. Period. Period. And then call you to do that. Yep. Yep. You've been listening to the home team with Troy and Wyatt. We hope you've enjoyed what you've heard. And if you're definitely hungry, go to the tillery ATX.com. Uh, and if you want to reach out to me at the loans from Troy.com, give me a call at 855-299-HOME. And as always, this segment has been brought to you by Security National Mortgage, where you turn houses into homes by financing your American dream. And we will see you all next week. Hook them horns.